genre. Welcome to the Jane Silent Bob Minute. We are covering the movie Dogma, one minute at a time. Today we're covering Minute 10, quite possibly the greatest angel of death minute ever. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkutch. And uh, we have our angels this minute, Chris. They are finishing up their plan, I guess, if you can call it that. Uh, yeah, I, I, they're somewhat of a plan. <laughs> yeah, so this minute starts with raining down fire and brimstone and ends with the labored voice of God. And unfortunately, it's not quite as action-packed as it sounds. <laughs> No, it's definitely. <laughs> you should say it, it starts with being mentioned, something being mentioned, and ends with something being mentioned. Yeah, other things I could say is like it begins with cheese and ends with a sign. So, like, <laughs> I like that one better. Yeah, um, this minute just proves once again why it's great to have Ben Affleck and Matt Damon in your movie because they're given a lot of dialogue for the first like forty-five seconds of this, yeah. and they are crushing it. When he's talking about raining down fire, brimstone, laying waste, like those could really be some deadlines. If this was two nobodies, I would have probably already shut this movie off. <laughs> I don't know if it's quite that bad, but <laughs> I mean, it's not. They're not saying a whole lot. I mean, there's a lot of you know Kevin Smith dialogue where they're joking around and it was funny, but I don't know. I don't know anybody could deliver these lines as well as they, these two can. Eh. I mean, he I mean, he makes some good points here. He says, um, uh, Bartleby says to Loki, you know, there hasn't been an angel of death since you quit. You know, doesn't that say anything to you? <laughs> I always thought, uh, what, was it Gabriel was the angel of death? Well, I mean, it's like they changed the names to protect the innocentness. I okay. will say on the outside, I am trying to read, quote unquote, uh, Paradise Lost by Milton. Right. I will also add that I may be too stupid to read Paradise Lost by Milton. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's a story, but it's written in like the 16th or 16th century, so it's like kind of like a poem. Oh yeah, I and, don't like that. It's and it's a lot of these and thous. Uh, and stuff it's not like even that. that. It's just it's the way it's written, and I'm just like, this makes me feel so dumb. <laughs> but it's <laughs> the worst part is the actual story it's telling is awesome. It's about the war for heaven. It's about like the breakout from hell and all that. I mean, oh, uh, there's amazing stuff in it, but it's just couched in so much like. It's not even these and nows. It's not like Thor's talking, but it's like a lot of flowery language to get to, a lot of describing stuff. But it's where the King James version of it or something. Well, it's like I need like (laughs) I need like the Cliff Notes version of it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's funny because as I read it, I'm like, this could be a ten episode series, and it'd be amazing. Like this is where they're pulling the line. It's better to reign in hell than serve in heaven. Right. Where like you hear that line, you're like, I mean, that is like a tag on you. Like fuck yeah. Like I want to see that movie. Too bad it's in the middle of all this other language. Yeah, like there's a breakout right at the beginning, like um, Satan breaks out of hell and, you know, he goes up and, you know, he gathers, which is basically what you're going to, what they talk about in Dogma is what happened in Paradise Lost where he gets the other angels together to have war on God. Oh, okay. And it goes just about as well as you think it might. (laughs) (laughs) Where it's like, here we are and we lost. (laughs) Well, well, what did they expect? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Ben Affleck gives one of my favorite line readings of all time with, what if you're wrong like you always are? <laughs> without establishing much of a – I mean we know their backstory. But without seeing their backstory, that tells you a lot about what's happened over the yeah. years. I'm, I'm already blaming him now. I'm blaming Loki now just from his voice and that. Just like you always are. Yeah. But I could definitely see like you're telling your friend at the bar when the, your friend at the bar is like, I'm going to go over there and I'm going to – 
when he kicked that dude's ass and you're like but what if you don't what if you start a fight like you always do (laughs) (laughs) what if i gotta bail you out again yeah because it's always your friend that's five three and a bucko three that wants to go fight somebody yeah yeah He's only, he only thinks he's tough because you're there, too. <laughs> it's never your friend with one eye and, you know, that's in the UFC that wants to go fight. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, as we pass the Wisconsin sign, do you see the two gentlemen in the background? There's a guy with a hat and the like, kind of heavy set guy with a buzz cut. Yeah. Do you recognize the guy in the hat? Hold on. As we pass it, not the cheese hat guy, right? No, not, not the – where the hell are you at? No, The there's very a, beginning. Not the cheese hat guy, not the guy reading the book. Uh, now, not, is, isn't the not, guy reading the isn't not, the guy reading the book? Um, somebody. <laughs> I'm trying not to think about it because I'm, I'm supposed to know who it is, and I forget. <laughs> I think it's one of the guys that worked there. It's not Dave Klein, but it's one of the other guys. Uh, and then discount Sam Elliott walks by. It's <laughs> I thought that too. <laughs> it's it's not Scott Mosier, right? I couldn't tell. No, no, or it's Brian not because Mo, Mosier's in it later. Okay, and Brian Johnson's way taller than that. So yeah, okay. you're. Okay, again, keep, now stay in the uh, stay in the moment. Discount and Hesh walks by from right to left too. Okay, after Wisconsin. So we get the Wisconsin sign. Hold on, did I did I miss something at the Wisconsin sign? Oh, I was for, I almost forgot to mention it. I'm going to mention it. Watch the Wisconsin sign when they go by. You can see the crew in it. Ah, I do <laughs> see them. It's a reflective surface, and you can see the crew going by. Yeah, I do. Rec- I recognize. Um, oh, whose phone was that, Jeff? That was your phone, wasn't no, it? No, it was not my phone. My <laughs> phone was on mute, sir. <laughs> um, I do recognize Brian Quinn. Finally. Jesus, that was a long walk to get you there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we had to go through the walk. He's holding a movie scout. Brian now Quinn, that- yeah, who at this point just works for View Askew and gets himself a little background uh, action here from, you know, Kevin, and is now arguably as famous, not as the guy standing in front of him, but as... Of one of the more famous people in this movie. Oh, yeah. He's big time now. If you don't know who he is, he's on Impractical Jerkers, and he's also on Tell Him Steve Dave, the podcast that's on Smodcast. And I'm which pretty you sure should, getting... Which you should actually be listening to, you know, if they can only listen to one podcast out of ours and theirs, like, listen to theirs. Yeah, yeah. He's probably <laughs> been listening. If you're listening to this, you probably should already be listening to that. But I will tell you, <laughs> I do have a conspiracy alert. And uh, I might have to send this one to the Baron because I believe some time travel is involved here. Oh. If you'll watch, you'll see Brian uh, Quinn in the background with the guy next to him. He's got a little movie's cow or whatever. Um, yeah. Watch the, the move that the guy makes. He what puts the... his hands to his head with the little things, and he does uh, he does the ants, like the TESD ants. Oh, he does. I Which, think he's trying to do a movie's, you know, maybe he's trying that's to That's not do the way I cow. see it. That's not he, the way we see it here. Unsolved <laughs> mysteries. It is definitely the ant salute. If you, yes. if you go, if you go see Brian Johnson and uh, you see him live, and he doesn't want to shake your hand, that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> so this guy did the first ant salute in front of BQ at least. Oh, I mean, ten years prior before they're probably twenty years before. Don't know what is it? It's ninety nine. So. 12 years or so before their podcast, and probably 16 years before the ants are recognized. Right, because they didn't even start the ant stuff for a couple years in. Which is hilarious, because now if you made this today, there's no way BQ's just laying in the background like this. Oh, no way. Yeah, You know (laughs) what? You might not even be able to get him to come out. He's still friggin' busy. Oh, I I mean, yeah. I I think the Jokers are getting ready to come out with a movie. Well, they already did one movie. Oh, because I saw an advertisement for a movie that I had never heard of. Maybe No, they had a movie. Their movie hit... Right before the pandemic, it was one of the last movies out. 
Oh, and it did okay. pretty well as far as I understand. But if you ever go to what channel are they on where they're played 24 hours a day? Is that um not ID? Oh god, now I no. forget. Uh, what is it? It's because they always make fun of it. They always talk about it. <laughs> I mean, it's the only show on there almost. I can't think of the name of the channel. Yeah, it is. It, I mean, it is quite literally on all the time. True yeah. TV. That's what it is. True TV. True TV. It's on. I mean, it plays 27 hours a day. <laughs> like yeah, it's not. It's 90 percent of their programming. And I guess because it's just so easy to dip in and out of, and it's yeah, it's not raunchy enough where you'd have to turn it off for your kids. No, kids like it. My daughter likes it. Yeah, so seek out Impractical Jokers and uh, tell them Steve Dave. Tell them we sent you. Yeah. So we, we, as we finally pull from them, they're just heading for the elevator, and Bartleby is just like, well, he does hate competition. Really? God hates competition? Well, <laughs> you think? that hasn't been shown through all of human history. <laughs> It was that the old uh, George Carlin thing about, uh, do you believe in God? No. <laughs> Dead. Do you believe in God? Yes. Do you believe in my God? No. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> well, and I mean, movie is literally a golden calf. Yes. I mean, they couldn't have hit any closer to the mark than that. <laughs> right. No, we know where they were going there. Yeah. And then we finally find out at this point that they're going to the Garden State, New Jersey. Home. Like right where I'm sitting right now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, if I was in Wisconsin, I'd want to go to New Jersey, too. I've never been to Wisconsin, but if you're coming to New Jersey, it must be pretty bad. <laughs> I don't know. Did you ever like walk out into a field where nobody lived and just stare at the sky and scream? I assume that's what Wisconsin's like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I am, but you're right. I'd probably get bored in about five minutes and be like, where the hell am I? Uh, I tried to look up. I was going to look up the Angel of Death to like, oh, let me see who the Angel of Death is. Um, and the first thing that came up is Dr. Mengele. Yeah, well, because that's a Slayer song about Dr. Mengele. Well, I, I, think it came, I think maybe it came up because Dr. Mengele's name was the Angel of Death. I think the song right. is about that. <laughs> it is about that. That's what I mean. I was, that's what I was going to – I was going to start singing it, but then I So I did I ask if there is an Angel of Death in the Bible, and there is an Angel of Death. He's named Death. <laughs> so, really? So is that, that's part of that in Revelation of uh, – when the four horsemen come, war, pestilence, death, and famine. So you know, he's his name's just death, and hell followed with him. You know, I, right. I already did this. I already did this tombstone speech. Yeah, I'm pretty day. sure he did that tombstone <laughs> speech. <laughs> I think I did it twice. I think I tried to do it from memory one time and screwed it all up, and then the second time I just read it. <laughs> you could just put on the Johnny Cash song too. He put, he says that at the beginning of his song too. Now there is there really an angel of death? The angel of death in this in some things is referred to as Azrael, which is a little confusing because we're going to meet him later in a different in a different thing. That's also Gargamel's cat, isn't it, in the Smurfs? Yes, Azrael. <laughs> also, usually the angel of death is not always like a bad thing. He's not always like, you know, tearing ass like it seemed like Loki was, like blowing shit up. Right. Angel of death is supposed to be like not that bad, where it's just like, okay, here, you die. It's all the other stuff that's a problem. It's war and famine. Right. Which, I mean, doesn't the angel, angel of death bring all that, too? Yes. And then they show just how wonderful it can be to get on an elevator and stand between two people having an, a conversation you don't want to be a part of. <laughs> <laughs> if I had a dick, I'd... What does he say? If I had a dick, something. He's like, if I had a dick, I'd go get laid. Yeah. And that's just like, instead, let's kill people. And she spits out her coffee. <laughs> At first, she looks very uh, annoyed by them. And then, yeah, she spits out her coffee. Uh, I will say the when the dogma thing comes up and the background the dun dun it, this might be my favorite uh, 
logo reveal for any of Kevin's yeah. movies so far. I like the crosses and stuff in it, too. It's kind of cool. Yeah, like, because um, Mallrats and Chasey Amy had very flowery, like, they came in with the big, they had a whole to-do around them. You know, there was, like, all the articles and stuff in Chasing Amy. There was yeah. all the comics and Mallrats, which kind of went with it. Clerks was pretty basic, except for the weird clown. Yeah, yeah. yeah this, this one, they just hit you with it. Like, almost this, like a horror movie. But this is, like, more like a modern movie, where there's just, like, boom, there's just one quick one, and then you're out. It's ten minutes in, though, before they show that. Yeah, well, that's not unusual, I don't think. And yeah, we had important stuff to take care of. <laughs> we sure did. <laughs> now, um, this looks like a different church. It is a different church. It's in Illinois. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Duh. McHenry, Illinois. Yeah, okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it only says it on the screen. All right. <laughs> so, we're at St. Stephen's with uh, Father, or yes, it's Father Dan Etheridge, and yeah. he's doing the labored voice of God, <laughs> which... It's just like, oh boy, that's going to be a bad one. Uh, but do you hear what he's actually talking about? The softball team, right? Yes. Do you hear through playing? No. So, oh, it's uh, the, yeah, the yeah, Right to Life Foundation is playing against the Pro Choice team. <laughs> the Cook County Pro Choice League. <laughs> <laughs> the, Which does is, the winner get the pick? Oh, yeah. It's like, uh, you know, if, well, the loser has to give $1,000 to the other one's charity. <laughs> So like, that wouldn't surprise me. If the anti-abortionists lose, they have to give $1,000 to Planned Parenthood. And if the other guys lose, they got to give $1,000 to the Catholic League. That would be torture for either side. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's go- that's going well. <laughs> There's going to be a fist fight at that game. <laughs> yeah, so we get – this is – I mean, between the last like couple minutes up to here, we essentially have our setup for the movie. We have – the plot is now in motion. We know their goal. Their goal is to get to New Jersey, to do plenary indulgence, to walk through the thing. Um, we don't have all our players yet, but we know – because we're not going to see these guys again for a while. But we know where they're going. Yeah, so we, we they're in motion at this point. Now, as we go further into the movie, we're going to drop in on other people who we're going to catch along the way. While they're moving from point A to point B, we're going to meet people along the way who have to intercept them. So this is what I, don't, I didn't get so far. Um, are they – Getting a plane, or are they coming off a plane? What, at the, at the part we're just watching? They're just in the airport at this point. They're, they never said... Uh, I believe they're driving across the country, because I don't right. think they have IDs. So they just they just went to the airport to... to he to says... when He says... No, no, he says he... he um, I think it's, it's in the text. Yeah, because Bartleby says he just likes to go there because he likes to see people meeting up. That's right. Because hum, it's when humans... Off. Yeah, it's when humans are at their best. Yeah, that's right. I wish you can't go sit at an airport like that now. People think, oh, hell oh. no. Like, well, first of all, in an airport, you can't even get in to where they're at anymore. No. So, no, like, no, it's absolutely. hilarious to watch any movie, any pre 9 11 movie where, like, people are in the terminals. It's like, yeah. you can't even get to the terminals anymore without a boarding pass. You can't get beyond the front. I don't think since I've been flying, you could do that. Like, I, I couldn't walk somebody. My, my daughter flies to Florida to see my, her grandparents, and I make them come get her because I can't walk her into the airport anymore. Yeah. Well, that's like when I went in the Air Force, that's pre-9-11, like my my parents came and said goodbye to me like standing at the terminal. Like I walked wow. down the, the jetway in front of them. Right. Like now you're doing that at the counter at, at, the, at the most. You're in the lobby. Yeah. That's the furthest you're getting. And more than likely, you're well, probably doing it on the sidewalk. <laughs> You see, like, episodes of Friends where they, like, run up to the to the, to the tar- like where you get on the plane and yell down the, the ramp. And I will tell you right now, if you want to get a thousand eyeballs looking at you, start running through an airport. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, do that. Not so much 
beyond the beyond the ticket counter, you're okay because everybody's running for their planes. Yeah, you're that's in the fine. Hurry to get to the plane. But if you haul ass through the front door, yeah, uh, you're going to get you're some people. You'll be lucky if you're not getting tackled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good luck getting past some guys trying to take your luggage from you and, and wheel it to the plane anyway. Yeah. Look, it. I don't know. I haven't flown in a while, but flying was such a hassle at this point. I'm like, unless it's unbelievably impossible, I'll drive. And if so, it's like, even if I have to go, it's like, I'll just take a carry-on and I'll buy new shit when I get there. It's like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm so not willing to be bothered at this point. I also don't want to pay like $35 a bag for certain airplanes. Yeah, it's like, know, it's cheaper to mail the shit to yourself and just pick it up. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. All right. All right, now that we've wandered off to our airport stories, do you have anything else for this minute? Um, No. Why don't you give some plugs then? There's no guest to do it. There's no guest? Well, I was waiting for a guest to do it. <laughs> we are the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. We're on doinggenre.com. Uh, go check out, you know, doinggenre.com. Check out all their other stuff they got on there. They got a ton of stuff on there. Check out the, uh, what is the name of that show, Jeff? Check out. I mean, you're just saying, <sighs> what, look, am I supposed to name random shows from Dueling Genre yeah, at this just point? Start naming shows, please. <laughs> 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 uh, the Doctor's Companion. Uh, he's like, That's not it. Keep going. That's not it. <laughs> <laughs> we want to start naming the movies by minutes. There's the uh, what's that? What, now just, I can't think of the one. I, what was I listening to today? Just forget it. <laughs> oh, the um, protagonist podcast. Oh my god, I just listened to it like four hours ago. I like that one. I like the protagonist podcast. Yeah, that's fun. I mean, sometimes I don't know who the protagonists are. I gotta, you know, I gotta. I'm like, this is too deep for me. Could it be like from a manga book or something? I'm like, I don't know. This right. One. Okay, let's just say that's the one I was looking for. <laughs> oh, my God. Can we move on? <laughs> you got anything else? What if you're wrong like you always are? Yeah, that fits. Hey, to the